Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Thank you. 
choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Satan Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today All right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom and good evening. Shabbat shalom. Yahweh Bahasham, Yahweh Shai, Baraka Thumb. May the most high in the name of Christ bless you all. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to another, uh, another episode of Bible Talk. <laughs> it's gone from Sword of Truth Bible Talk to ISBHBK Bible Talk to just plain old Bible Talk now. My name is Mashallah. I'm one of the teachers here. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Um, as you know, we do our, our podcast usually uh, Monday through Thursdays from 10 a.m. to about uh, 12 noon, uh, and then uh, catching on Friday nights here. Usually it is it is uh, Friday night Bible breakdowns with the brother Bonabad, uh, but tonight uh, he's he's away at the plantation, so uh, I will be taking taking the helm, taking the round, taking controls uh, for our class tonight, which we do podcast every Friday night, every Sabbath night live. Uh, starting from, we like to try and go from 7, sometimes it's 8, depending on how the schedule goes. But we go from 7 p.m. to about 9 p.m. Um, as we do welcome in the Sabbath, all right? And welcome, again, welcome to our shows. Uh, you can catch any of our broadcast, our podcasts live by calling in to area code 646-668-2568 whenever we have a live, a live uh, show going on. to be able to call in and listen to the show. Or you go to the web browser at www blogtalkradio.com. That's blogtalkradio.com. Once you pull the, uh, the website out, the website up, go to the search box and type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. That'll give you our episode page, and you'll see uh, it comes up. It'll say on air live now. Hit the play button, and you'll be able to list it into your web browser as we broadcast live. If you happen to miss any of our classes, uh, please go to uh, www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and get to our episode page where you find our library of all of our shows that we've done, going all the way back to our very first show, uh, February 28, 2010, some 13 years ago. Uh, all our shows are there that you can go back and check out. For any class you might have missed, we invite you to go and check it out. There's classes from, from Karash, Kawakab, uh, myself, Awar, Shamshawan, Barabad. Um, there's a lot of classes there. We If you just go and want to check us out and see how things have evolved uh, from then up until now. It's there for your for your uh, for your information for your for your education. So please go and check it out. And for any of our more modern classes, uh, whether it's uh, Tazapaz Tuesdays or um, uh, Tazapaz uh, for your information, or any of our Friday Night Bible breakdowns, uh, we invite you to please check out www.blogsoverview.com, or uh, you can check out our past 300 episodes on Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, uh, Apple iTunes, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Um, and you can just type in uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk, and there's uh, episodes, our past 300 episodes that we've done, uh, there for, you, for, your, for your education and, and uh, for, for you, right, for your convenience. So if you miss any of our classes, uh, you can go check them out 
there at, at those platforms to be able to keep up, catch up, uh, refresh, study, or what have you for anything we might have going on, all right? Um, we are affiliated with, with uh, uh, schools across America. Uh, one of our schools here in San Antonio, Texas, is called the Sport of Truth, not the Sport of Truth, San Antonio, uh, which is located at 4444 Walsham Avenue, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218, being the address there. They have classes every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. Um, if you can't make it to the actual class, uh, you can log on to uh, Sport of Truth San Antonio on YouTube uh, during the class times, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. or Saturdays at 10 a.m. All right. For our school in Houston, if you happen to live in the Houston area, uh, the Stream of Wisdom, uh, Houston, Texas, is located at 231 FM Road 292 in Stafford, Texas. 77477 being our address there. Uh, they have classes um, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and then Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. and then again on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to about two. All right. Um, if you can't make the actual the, make the class, uh, we invite you to go to the classroom. Then you can watch them live on YouTube as well every Wednesday uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and then Saturdays also from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Our school, if you happen to be in the Norfolk, Virginia area, our school in Norfolk, the SOW, the Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia, uh, is located at 2610 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517 being the address there. And they have classes every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. All right? Um, if you can't make the actual class in person, uh, you can always log on on Tuesdays and Thursdays to Facebook Live, all right, on Facebook Live. Uh, uh, do a search for SOW, Norfolk, Virginia, the Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia, and every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Facebook Live. You, uh, you can check them out. Or on Fridays, our, their YouTube channel, uh, SOW, uh, Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Virginia, on YouTube. Again, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if you would check out our classes there for our school coming out of Norfolk, Virginia. For our school in, in Rochester, our school in Rochester, New York, uh, located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Uh, they have class every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. And you can also catch them live on YouTube at SOW Rochester, um, Tuesday and Thursdays, again, starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Other YouTube sources that you can uh, keep up with the latest information and, and classes and, and uh, knowledge that, that are available for you on YouTube. Please uh, like, share, and subscribe to the Hidden Truth Bible Show, not the Hidden Truth Bible Show on YouTube, as well as the Israelite Media Corps and Five Minutes of Wisdom. We invite you to uh, uh, go to YouTube, like, share, and subscribe to these channels, as well as our sort of, uh, stream, stream of wisdom. Uh, 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 channels, the Stream of Wisdom, Norfolk, Stream of Wisdom, Houston, Stream of Wisdom, uh, Rochester, and Sport of Truth San Antonio YouTube channels. Please like, share, and subscribe, uh, and help spread the word uh, whenever we have classes, okay, whenever we do have classes. Um, as far as announcements, I'd like to let it be known that we do have some high holidays about to come up, brothers and sisters. We do have some high holidays that are rapidly and gracefully and thankfully uh, approaching very, very, very soon. We do have coming up 
uh, we do have, uh, let me see here, the Memorial of the Blowing of Trumpets. All right, we have the Memorial of Blowing of Trumpets, which does begin September 14th, 2023 at sundown, and it will end September 15th, 2023 sundown as well. So, uh, again, coming up September uh, 14th, we do have the Memorial of the Blowing of Trumpets. Then we also have, on the 23rd of September, we have uh, uh, the Day of Atonement, which does also starts at sundown and ends 24 hours later, uh, uh, September 24th, 2023, at sundown. That's the Day of Atonement. Then after, uh, right after that, we have the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a, 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 a celebration we all look forward to, uh, where we actually get a chance to, to be together, living in tents, out at, some, at the campgrounds. Uh, that begins September 28th. Uh, 2023, and it will end September, October, I'm sorry, October 5th, 2023, at sundown as well. I'll be enjoying right now by my brother, Goodbye Kawad. Hold on one second, please. Merge call with host, yes. Hey, Shalom, 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 Shalom. Are you there, brother? Yes, sir. Shalom. Yeah, how about Hashem Yom Shabbat brother. What's going on, brother? Goodbye. What's happening, sir? I'm just uh, getting in uh, from from uh, you know work and, and errands. <laughs> okay, understood. Understood. So understood. Forgive me, getting this call in late. Uh brother, we good, man. We, I, I'm just getting getting all these announcements out the way. That's all I'm doing. Is getting all these announcements out the way. Tom. Uh, so as, as I was saying, we do have the Feast of Tabernacles coming up September 28th, 2023 at sundown, and that will end October 5th, 2023 at sundown. So uh, please get in touch with any of our schools. Again, the uh, Sword of Truth here in San Antonio, the uh, uh, SOW in uh, the Stream of Wisdom in Houston, Stream of Wisdom in Norfolk, or the Stream of Wisdom at Rochester uh, for whatever plans are being put together uh, to celebrate and observe not just the Feast of Tabernacles, but also, like I was saying, the Memorial of the Trumpets of the Day of Atonement, and almost, obviously also the weekly Sabbath. We invite you to please uh, get in touch with the schools so we can participate uh, and, pra- and rehearse the righteous acts of uh, our high holidays that do belong wholly uh, uh, to the Most High and Christ. All right? So, the, again, Feast of, Death of, of, of Tabernacles uh, uh, does end October, October 5th. Then right after that, brothers and sisters, we have Hanukkah. Uh, which does uh, begin December 7th, 2023, and it ends December 15th, uh, 2023. Then we have the Day of Nicanor, right, for those who are familiar with uh, that feast in the Apocrypha, which does begin February 21st, uh, 2024, uh, followed the very next day, which by Purim, right, the very next day, which is Purim, which does begin February 22nd, uh, 2024, and we know Purim is a two-day celebration, which ends February February twenty fourth, uh, two thousand twenty four as well, and then we have scheduled the Passover. We have the Passover, which is scheduled for March twenty third, two thousand twenty four, beginning at sundown. All right. So there's some dates that you want to uh, uh, be aware of putting putting your calendars. As these these are high holidays, and we want to you know, do our best to rehearse the righteous acts and come together for these holy convocations that have been established up by the Most High God of the Bible, God of Israel. All right. So with that, brothers and sisters, um, this is the part of the show where, or part of the class where I do like, oh, before I uh, forget. And if you happen to be in the Albuquerque area, uh, please don't forget to look up Brother Aisha White Desire. All right. Please don't forget to look up your Brother Aisha White Desire uh, at Erico five zero five two one eight 
4218, the area. Uh, the brothers, one hell of a brother, one hell of a man. Uh, any questions you might have about anything, health. Uh, well, scripture first, but scripture's health. Um, uh, you name it. I mean, he, he's a counselor. The brother does, does, some, does some great work. He, he will literally give you the shirt off his back. Uh, reach out to your brother. I should write this out at area code 505-218-4218. All right? Um, but as I was saying, this is a part of the show where, let me get my screen picture, that we're going to send some prayers up. I'm going to send this for, 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 for uh, brothers and sisters uh, across the world, across the country, uh, that need a little bit of extra prayer. And we do need to keep in mind that First uh, Peter chapter 3, verse 12 tells us that the prayer of the righteous avails much. Um, and that we should pray for, uh, confess our faults one to another and pray for one another so we might be healed. So this is a part of, of my classes where I like to take a little bit of time to send a prayer up. And I do ask that whether you listen to the show live right now or through uh, uh, you come back on, on one of the archive shows, please add these names to your own personal prayer list, all right? Please add these names to your own personal prayer list that Christ did remind us to pray, pray constantly without ceasing and that we should esteem others better than ourselves. So I'm, I'm putting the, 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 these, these names out there so that, again, you in your own personal time, we, 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 um, in your private time, when you're sending up prayers, we ask that you might please add these names to your prayer list as well. So with that, we're going to open up this prayer. Uh, I'm, I, I will be saying it in English and coming back and repeating the Hebrew um, as, as, as we say this prayer. So the prayer go, goes as such. The Most High in the name of Christ, Yahweh, Bahashem Yahweh Shai, please listen to us now. Baba Bashar, Shemai Lenawa, I thought, right now, Yomil I thought. Please send Michael and the holy angels, Baba Bashar, Shalak, Maika Allah, Wa Allahayim, to watch over, Lashem Ayo, bless, Barak, heal, Rapa, protect, Hagan, strengthen, Aizan, help, Aizar, and please take away, Wa Baba Bashar, the Kwak Mayan, all evil, uh, call Rai, evil people, Rai Ayn, evil spirits, Rai Rachayim, from our brother and sister, uh, the sister uh, Abadiah out there in Houston, Texas, uh, for our brother in Norfolk, Virginia, Shaquat Gabar, uh, for our, brothers, uh, our brother and sister, the, the husband and wife of Sahawam and Waradiah here in San Antonio. Uh, for our brother John Spann, right? Uh, for the sister Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes. Uh, for the, uh, for the sister Becky and brother Darrell and Becky's sister Carmen. Uh, for my in-laws, the entire Lovett family. Uh, my, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and all my nieces and nephews, uh, with the entire Lovett family. Uh, Father, we, we ask you, uh, we ask, we, we raise up to you in prayer. The entire Coates family, the family of Brother Gabar Kawa. We raise it to you, Father, and ask in prayer for Kazakia and his family out there in Norfolk. Father, we ask you, we, we send up prayers for the sister Anagashia. Father, we, send, uh, we ask in prayers for the brother Sahawam uh, out there in Houston. We also ask for the brother Sahawam here in San Antonio, West Beverly. We ask, ask you, Father, for the sister Ayana, the wife of our brother, um, uh, Warner Iyer here in San Antonio. 
Father, we have some special needs children that need, that, that need, need your prayer and your assistance, Father. We ask for uh, uh, the daughter of Brother Tazapa and his wife, Awakaya, uh, the daughter, Cece. We ask for the, the daughter of Anagasha and Brother Gabarkawa, Aizali, uh, the daughter, Aizali. And for the daughter of Brother Bonabad and his wife, Kwadashaya, for, the, uh, for their daughter, Aliyah. I continue prayers, Father, for Tazapa and his family. Uh, continue prayers also going on, Father, for the brother Kudas Gabar out here in, uh, in, in San Antonio. Uh, continue prayers for the brother Yenawathan up there in Albuquerque. Uh, continue prayers, Father, for our brother in Florida, Gabar Ya'ala, and his wife, Ayasha. Uh, continue prayers, Father, for the brother Sean Kudas out in Florida and his wife, Mariah. Uh, continue prayers, Father, going up for uh, Gabar, Gabar Ya'ala's um, uh, mother-in-law, uh, Ruthie Mae Johnson. Continue prayers, Father, for Kwadashaya, uh, uh, the wife of Brother Bonabad. Continue prayers, Father, for Brother L.V., uh, Brother Lavander, Father, and for his mother, Pat Washington. Continue prayers, Father, for the Brother Sean Stark, Sylvia Khan, uh, for the son of, of uh, our, uh, Brother Gabar Kawa, uh, Shapar and Rashwan and Gabar's uh, daughter, Morari. And Father, we ask you also for our brother up in Lubbock right now, the brother Yama. Uh, we ask all these things, and I now wish all call you on in Yahawashai's name, Bahasam Yahawashai, and we thank you always. Aman. All right, brothers and sisters, so that is our announcements. Uh, again, we'd like to thank, thank everybody. And please just add those names to your own prayer list. Um, go back, and this, this is my segue to invite you to please go in and check us out on um, iHeartRadio Podcast, on Google Podcast, on Podcast Addict, as well as uh, iTunes Podcast under ISBHBK Bible Talk uh, to get a list of these names so that you might please also as well please add these names to your own personal prayer list when you're in your closet in that private place and you and the Father and you send your presence to the Father. We ask that you might please add these names to your prayer list as well that we might get these prayers going for each other and esteeming others better than ourselves, that the greatest of all spiritual gifts is charity, and that we might uh, uh, seek another's wealth, and that we please not ourselves, but that we, that we ask for one another. All right? So with that, uh, as we are doing the introductions, Brother Kabar, do you have any introductions, um, that, uh, any, any announcements or anything? I want, I, want, I want to make sure I open up the floor to you in case there's anything that needs to be added that I might have forgot. Please take the time to, to do so right now. Um, no, actually, I, I believe uh, you you uh, you covered everyone that that was um, also on my on my playlist um, and uh, all of the, the holy convocations. Um, but pretty much, you 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 covered everything. Um, so I don't, I don't have anything like that. Okay, then. Except, okay, okay, okay. Except for uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready when, when, when you are to, to, to go into this this uh, this, this class. You know, um, that's, that's about it. So. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, with that being said, next time, uh, a nice segue with that. With that being said, brothers and sisters, um, I've been going over the series um, that I started, this part of this particular series, I believe I started about two weeks ago, uh, at least a week ago. And as you know, I do have my classes every uh, Mondays, 
uh, and Wednesdays from 10 a.m. to, to about uh, 12 noon uh, that, I, that, I go, that I go over it. Uh, not to forget that we have Brother Tazapah, who has Tazapah Tuesdays, who does current events and a topic on Tuesdays, and then the Brother Tazapah comes back on Thursdays with the FYI where he, he takes the, the questions that he's gotten um, from uh, the, the uh, people that, that text him, get in touch with him, about questions they might have, where the research can be done so that uh, that the answers can be, be thoroughly searched out through the scriptures so that we can make sure that we're letting the Bible do the talking for any questions we have. Um, I started the current series that we're on right now called To Deny Christ, uh, To Deny the True Birth of Christ. Right? And tonight happens to be part five of this series. And I'm going to tell you right now, brothers and sisters, uh, if you've been following along, which I pray that you have been, if you've been following along, if you listen to the class that we've gone over so far in this series, I have not yet addressed Yahweh or Christ's birth. I'm going to tell you that right now. What I'm doing is I'm really trying to go through and I'm really trying to help establish the importance of our studying. All right? I'm really trying to get that really grounded. I'm really trying to really work on getting that established how important it is for us to study, and not just to study just the New Testament, all right, but how important it is for us to study the Old Testament, the Apocrypha, and the New Testament, and to make sure that we really are getting things in the right context, that we really are, that as we're studying, that we really are walking this path of how the Most High laid this out correctly, because the Most High has written the Bible to be a mystery, and he's done that on purpose, all right? He has done that on purpose, that if we're not going to really take the time to really study and really get the context and really get where the most High is coming from and, and understanding the context, brothers and sisters, I, as I was thinking about this, in our studies, how do I say this? Living here in America, um, many people have been fortunate enough to travel to many different cities across America, just to if your travels have been here in America. And one thing you might pick up or, or, or might even understand is that when you travel in different, to different cities here in America, that in no matter what city you go to, it might even be different cities within your, own, uh, within your own state, but you have to go to a place and you have to get familiar with the vocabulary of how they, they speak in that particular place. That everybody might be speaking English, which is, which is cool, especially in America, for this example that I'm using. But everybody has a different vocabulary or a different slang that might be used. All right? And that if you're not, if you don't take the time to get into that environment and then learn the inflections, learn the slang, learn how the people communicate within that, within that city or that, that, that place you're in, you you will stand out like 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 a like like a sore thumb, all right. That yeah, you will not understand what's really going on and what's really happening, all right. That that you will be lost in the sauce. And one thing they teach you in 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 the military when I, when I did my time in the military is that one of the most important things a military unit can have that that you guard the most is communication. That communication between uh, units, communication between troops, communication from the front lines to the, to, to the supply lines, to, to medical, 
communication is one of the most important things that's needed when in dealing with uh, anything that's going on, how, how important communication is. And that's why, like, even in the military, and let, let me do this right now also. Let, I, I, I can see where this is going. <laughs> let me do this here right now. All right, as I was saying, and really trying to establish why I'm going, going on with this. If you don't understand how people communicate or how the communication go, go, goes on, you're, you're, you're really doing without. You're doing yourself, you're hurting yourself. The reason I'm trying to bring up these examples and trying to bring these things up, brothers and sisters, is that that same thing applies to when you're dealing with the Bible. If you don't really study so you can get the inflections, the slang, the metaphors, the allegories, the similes um, of, how, how, uh, of, of how the Bible goes and how, how the talk of the Bible is, you're not going to, and you're going to try and bring a modern or bring your way of how you talk and how you put things together with how the Bible's put together and how God talks. Let me kill this music. This, 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 that's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get out of this soapbox. But if we don't take the time to really study, to really get to learn and understand where God is coming from, that one word can mean several different things in the Bible. And if we don't really get into that study to where we can understand when God is angry and, and, and how certain things we delivered when somebody's angry or when somebody is being, if you will, sarcastic or when God is being loving or when God is being, uh, uh, what do you call that, rhetorical. If our studies are not getting us to that place where we can actually start to get that, understand that, what, uh, what, in what way the Father is coming with, but we're going to just come in with this how we see it, how we feel, how we talk, how we uh, communicate, what things mean to us. One scripture we, that, that we're, we're infamous for and that we read a lot is Isaiah chapter 55, verse 89, which tells us that for God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and, and God's ways are not our ways, that as the heavens higher than the earth, so is God's ways higher than our ways. So if we don't really try to come in, and like many people do, try to read the Bible, we're going to try to read it with our own understanding, how we feel words are, or how we, how we see it. But we're not going to take the time to put that, that work in to really get where the Father's coming from, to really try and see things from his eyes, from his perception, from, from his point of view. And then we're going to try and fit his point of view into our – we're going to try and fit his words into how we feel, how we see it, into our own perspective. Brothers and sisters, we are doing ourselves a disservice, and we're doing God a disservice, all right? It, 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 God doesn't work that way. And if we don't take that time, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this, this buildup, brothers and sisters, that there's Bible, and this is what we've been over the first four parts of this series. God has put this Bible together that if you're not going to take the time to really find out where God is coming from, if he wrote this Bible to be a mystery, and to trick people. 
And I know that's contrary to any all the conditioning that we've learned about God uh, from from religion, from TV, from movies, from from whatever. That that's a hundred percent contrary, a hundred eighty degrees contrary of how we think God is, 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 it should come across or what God should be doing. But if we're not going to take the time to put the work in, to really see where God is coming from, but we're going to just be hell-bent on like we're conditioned in church. This, how this, this is what the scripture means to me. This is what this means to me. This is how I feel. Um, if we're going to just be stuck with that and not get, up, get out of our own way, as we're going over in this series, brothers and sisters, as part of the series that we're in right now, this Bible is designed for it to trip people up. It's designed to have people fall if the work is not going to be put in to seek God and seek where the Most High is coming from, to seek how he sees things. So this is the part of the series that we're in, brothers and sisters. And I, I just want to, I, I'm going to try and help drive this point a little bit more. I'm a, I listened to my last class. I did a lot of talking, and I'm glad I got the brother Gabar here. I don't want to do a lot of talking. I want to get some reading. And just to help continue in that point of even why, why is it still it's so important for us to read the Bible? One thing people might, a question people might have, like I know I've had, and even Gabar might have had before, is how come God don't speak to us the way he spoke to our forefathers in the Bible? That in the Bible, God will actually talk to people. And when we're reading the scriptures in the Bible, we can read where God will actually talk to people. And yes, it's true. He would literally talk to the high priest um, uh, through the Thummim Urim. There, there, there was uh, these crystals that was on the high priest's uh, uh, garments that was on his right shoulder and his left shoulder that God would literally speak to the high priest through these crystals. Right? This is where the whole mythology of, of the crystal ball comes from. The Lord God would literally talk to us through these things, all right? Um, he would actually appear to the prophets, all right, and actually speak to them about events that was going on and events that was taking place. And it got to the point. Now, if you think about this, brothers and sisters, through, through time and chronology, we understand that Moses and the Exodus. The Israelites, we came out of Egypt approximately 1,500 years before Christ, 1,500 B.C. Not no 10 million years, not no 8 million years or whatever. The Exodus only happened 1,500 years before Christ came here. We're currently living in the year 2023, A.D., 2,020 years after Christ got here, our new dominion, after Christ got here. So if we add that 2,000, 23 to 1500. Now, right there gives us what? Uh, 3,570. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, good morning, go ahead. 3,503, right? Cool. So, so we're, we're talking about a time, a time of 3,500 years, 3,500 years from the time we came out of Egypt up until the current day, approximately, not exact, approximately. 3,500 years, give or take, right? And we know that, 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 that the, time, the calendars have been changed, whatever. That's what I'm saying, approximate. I'm not being exact. I'm saying approximate. If we consider that, that from the time of, of the Exodus, even up to the time of Christ, we're talking about a, a time span of 1,500 years, 1,500 years, where the Lord God 
had been sending the prophets. The Lord God had been talking to us, the Israelites. He'd been sending us from, from the Thummim and Urim, from the Day of Atonement that we had. He'd been doing that. But because of our hard-headedness, our stubbornness, our, I don't know what other words to say, our straight-up rebellion, God got tired of talking. The father got tired of talking. So he had things written in a book that we do call the Bible. And in putting these things in the Bible, he said, now, if, you, if you're going to seek, if you want to know the right way, you got to not put the work in and see, because I've been talking to y'all, and you've been ignoring. I've been sending my messages, and we've always ignored. So the Lord God got tired of that. And he wrote it down. So now he said, if you go, you want to know what how the right way to what the right way to go is, we gotta not put the work in. And so why am I saying that? So to think that now it's about just because I had a dream. No. God has been stopped that. That because now I have a dream or a hunch or a suspicion or my intuition, that must be God talking. Brother said, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. We've been messed that privilege up. We've been messed that up. Now, he had it written in, in a book to where now we got to put the work in. To help me back up that statement that I'm making, I'm asking Brother Gabar if we can go to, this is part of just going through the concordance. I want to get about six scriptures where the Lord is telling us, I rose up early sending on my servants the prophets, and y'all ignored, and we ignored, and didn't listen. So now, if, we, if we're not going to take the time and put the work and the effort in to study, to get into his word, to get where he's coming from, to get what he really means, to understand where he's coming from, for as much as we always say, well, God knows my heart. Well, guess what, brothers and sisters? Guess what, family? God gave us his heart also, but it's in his book called the Bible. Now, we're going to take the time to try and find out how God feels and get his heart or are we still stuck in such a selfish mindset of you're supposed to take the time to find out how I feel and consider my feelings and think about where I'm coming from, and we don't want to take the time to think about where God is coming from. So I'm asking Brother Gabar if we could please go to Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25. Um, Jeremiah chapter 7 and verse 45. 25. 45. Jeremiah. Chapter 7 and verse 25. 25, okay. So I'll get 25. Time. Jeremiah chapter 7 and verse 25 reads, Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants the prophets daily rising up early and sending them listen to what the father's saying right here since the day that we came our forefathers our ancestors our people came out of egypt out of the land of egypt until this day i've even sent unto you all my servants the prophets daily rising up early and sending them. That, again, we, we, 
what the father is establishing and letting us know right here is, it's not like he ain't tried to tell us before. It's not like he ain't tried to warn us uh, with his servants, the prophets, who, was, who daily was trying to tell us the right way to go, the right way to think, to, get, uh, 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 to repent, to change, to do the right thing, to, to let go of whatever we had going on in, in our minds before God got, finally got upset. And he sent them every day early so there wouldn't be no excuse. And again, what I'm just trying to help establish, brothers and sisters, if we, if, for those that are even trying to be about the Bible the most high, is that we really think that we don't have to put the work in and that now, again, a dream, a superstition, a feeling, an intuition, uh, and that must be God talking to me, uh, an omen. That must be God talking to me. And what is God telling us right here? Since the day that we came out of Egypt, he was daily sending us the prophets. Rising up early and sending them. But we, we refused to listen when somebody was literally trying to, when God was telling them to tell us. And we rejected. We refused. We rebelled. So to think now that he's going to keep doing the same thing now, then why have the Bible written? Then why leave us the book if it's now it's all about just how you feel. Now, it's about a, a, a dream you had. Now, it's about a superstition. Then why, is, then why would God go through making sure all these things were written down? Now, now we got to go search. Now, we, gotta go, we have to go search and put the work in and make sure we're putting this work in the right way. All right? From there, uh, let's get Jeremiah. And it's going to say the same thing, but I just want to repeat it again. Jeremiah chapter 25 now. The book of Jeremiah chapter 25 now and verse 4. Jeremiah chapter 25 and verse 4. Son, Jeremiah chapter 25 and verse 4 reads, And the Lord hath sent unto you all his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them. But ye have not hearkened nor inclined your ear to hear. I hope we're listening. I hope we're reading. Let me see even better like that. I hope we're reading. And the Lord has sent unto you, meaning us, the, 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 the nation of Israel, the Israelites, the Lord has sent unto you all his servants, his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them. But we have not hearkened no inclined our ear to hear. You know, somebody want, they want to make sure they, that, that you know they ain't listening. You know how people want to, they want to make sure that you, that you know that they're distracted, that what you're saying is not important. That's what the nation of Israel has been doing to the Lord since we came out of Egypt. That God, what you're saying just really ain't got nothing to do with me. I know he ain't talking to me. Who are you talking to? La, 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 I don't hear you. I don't hear you. We've been doing this to God. We've been doing this to the Father. So that now, if, we, if we're starting to grasp this a little bit, to now think that we don't have to go study, to now think that we don't have to go put the work in to really find out where God is coming from, that now it's going to be easy, 
So I just now sit back and because I read one scripture, oh, I got what it's all about. Or because I had a dream. And then I found a scripture that matched a dream, so that must be God talking to me. You poor child. You poor child. You really don't get it. We really don't get it. And, and if we consider how long the slavery that we've served here in America, from the, from the time of so-called white man first got here to the shores of America and brought English, Spanish, French, Portuguese, Portuguese, Creole, as we were forced to learn these languages, we were never taught how to read and write these languages. So we were never allowed to actually read the word of God to see what God was actually saying. We, our whole concept that's been passed down from generation to generation has only been from illiterate people, and I'm not saying it in a derogatory form, just to be straight up, from people who are illiterate, that all we had to go on was how we felt, an intuition, a, a dream, an omen. But from nothing that we read, I'm sorry, you got to speak up a little bit. Say it again. No, I'm just saying the in epiphany, you know. Explain yourself. <laughs> no, explain that, please. You got to bring it, but your voice is just a little bit distant. Oh, okay. Is that better? Much better. All right. Um, I was just adding on, you know, as as you were saying, a dream or uh, uh, even a vision or um, – uh, just a, a, a gut feeling, a hunch, or an epiphany, which is, you know, something that an individual personally realizes. You know, I, I, this is what I, I just, you know, I, I've been brought up on a, on, a, on a level. I had an epiphany that something was right there, and I just, I just realized it. So because I realized it, and, and it might not even be, you know, right, but because I realized it, meaning, you know, when we go into ourselves as being like, you know, put up on some sort of pedestal when you have an epiphany, oh, well, you know, oh, that, that, that ideal or that, that ideology just popped into your head um, that this is how it's supposed to be, you know, um, instead of it coming out of the scriptures, out of uh, Isaiah 34 and, and, and 16, um, where we seek out of the book of the Lord, because this is where he communicates with. And I just wanted that just really, I didn't really want to even go that deep into it, but, you know, just, just to add on to the dream or a vision or, uh, you know, a, a gut feeling. Um, sure. As an epiphany, basically. I'm trying to open open that up right now, so it's not just me doing all the talking. So it's not just it, so it's not just me or what have you. All right. Yes. So from there, I'm sorry. I'll go ahead. No, no. I said yes, sir. I was just just in agreement. We on the same page. Cool. From there, let's get Jeremiah chapter 26 now in verse five. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 26, and verse 5. And brothers and sisters, one thing that, that, that we're known for here on, on Blog Talk, I'm going to be honest, and, 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 we, and especially if you listen to any of our classes, we say it a lot. 
we are known for beating a dead horse. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, because people don't study, people don't realize how many times God be repeating himself. People really don't. And as much as, as, as people want to get this, I, I, I heard already, why you got to say it? There are people even got to get offended that we might keep reading scriptures over and like, I got already, move on. Why do you keep saying it? Because people don't study God's word to really get where God's coming from, people don't realize how many, how many times God repeats himself in this Bible. That Why does anybody have to repeat themselves? Because especially the way our people are, I'm trying to make sure you know I'm not listening. I'm trying to make, you, make sure you know I'm, I'm paying attention to something else that is necessary to have to repeat myself that you can't say, I never heard it. I didn't know that. Nobody told me. When we study, when, first, when you, I first started to get into this real study of this Bible, you see how many times God does repeat himself. Well, because a person won't sit down and take the time to really study to get where God is coming from. Everybody wants to find a scripture that matches how they feel at a particular time. Matches, uh, get, get, find a scripture to match an emotion that they're dealing with. But to actually get, how many times did God repeat himself about this topic? How many times did God repeat himself about this particular thing? That never dawns on anybody. It's just, I'm just trying to find what fits me. I'm just trying to find what goes along with how I'm thinking. But I, I, how, I'm not going to dare try and see where God's coming from. I'm going to dare take the time to really, I, I'm so caught up in trying to make sure people see where I'm coming from. There's no way in hell I'm trying to sit and find out where God is coming from. So, yeah, here on Blog Talk, I, I'll, I'll let it be known, we do, we, we do beat the proverbial dead horse. We're going to go over things many times, and it's, it's similar to, and, well, and, and I know me and Gabar's generation coming up, as we came up, what, so, uh, some familiar phrases that we became very familiar with from our parents when it came time to catch, some, uh, catch a, uh, uh, an ass woman would be, didn't I tell you? What did I say? That would be repeated so much because the parents would be very upset that in spite of what was being said, in spite of how many times it was being said, that child was obviously ignoring what was being said at a particular time, that when the child went and did this, when we went and did certain things, that now we're catching the consequences of it, now that the asshole was coming, that also be the words that would be constantly repeated. Didn't I tell you? What did I say? Well, how is it that we can understand it now as parents? We, 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 can, we, can, we can relate to that. But when God is doing the same thing to us, we're like, no, that's not, no, I didn't hear. I didn't know. I, uh, are you talking to me? I, I, didn't know, I, I didn't know that's what you, I, 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 I promise you, God, I never heard that before in my life. No, you, 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 no, not me. From there, uh, 
Let's get Jeremiah, again, chapter 29 and verse 19. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 29 now and verse 19. Jeremiah uh, chapter 29 and verse 19 reads, Because they have not hearkened to my words, saith the Lord, which I sent unto them by my servants the prophets, rising up early and sending them, but ye would not hear, saith the Lord. He's repeating himself. The Lord God is repeating himself. Because they have not hearkened to my words, saith who? The Lord. Which I sent unto them by my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them. But ye would not hear, saith the Lord. We've been demonstrating this to, to, to the Father. We're not going to listen. We refuse to listen for that 1,500 years. For well over 1,500 years, we have established ourselves that way with God. So now God has got tired of talking. Here's the book. And if you ain't going to put the time in the study, put the time in to find out where God's really coming from, because of how hard-headed we are, because of how stubborn we are, because of how arrogant we are. Cool. I sent my prophets and told y'all, not a problem. Now we got, I got teachers telling you no problem, and that's written in the book. You don't have an excuse. When God comes to judge, when God does judge, and even though a, a person is going to try and make the excuse, I never heard that, I never knew, it's going to come now. I know you didn't hear. I always said you didn't hear. Why don't you go study? Why don't you go find out where I was coming from? No excuses now. No excuses. From there, let's get Jeremiah. Still in the book of Jeremiah. Let's get Jeremiah chapter 35. Jeremiah chapter 35 and verse 15. The book of Jeremiah chapter 35 and verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 35 and verse 15 reads, I have sent also unto you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, Return ye now every man from his evil way and amend your doings and go not after other gods to serve them, and ye shall dwell in the land which I have given to you and to your fathers. But ye have not inclined your ear, nor hearkened unto me. When people talk about the, 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 the long-suffering and mercy of God, they, they only use that saying when they feel that God gave them something, like, I got some money, I got this blessing, whatever. Oh, God is merciful. God is long-suffering. No, for as many times as God has repeated himself to our people and didn't fight, just, just wipe us out completely, and then even after all this, after 1,500 years of straight rebellion, straight ignoring God, God still sent his son, Yahweh Jesus Christ, for us? And we still be like, well, you ain't give me what I want, so I don't feel like I'm blessed. I don't see what, what, why should I even try to serve you, God? Obviously, you're not giving me what I want, so why should I do what you want? God, you're not taking the time to find out how I feel. Negro, please. 
Again, Jeremiah 35, 15, I have sent also unto you all my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, return, you every man from your evil way, and amend your doings, and go not after other gods to serve them. And ye shall dwell in the land which I have given unto you and to your fathers. But ye have not inclined your ear nor hearkened unto me. From who? God's servants, the prophets. We're so quick to incline our ear, again, to, to a dream. Incline our ear to, to a superstition. Incline our ear to a hunch. Incline our ear to any other religion. But to incline our ear to God's word? We don't do that. When God was sending his prophets that he sent to us, we wouldn't listen. That's why God had to write this in the book. That's why now it's written in the book. And we're seeing, I just hope, in this example we're going to right now, that brother and sister can see how many times God repeats himself, but we still stay oblivious, still stay, not, still stay ignoring, still make sure we let God know, that's not important to me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not listening. But then somehow, in our sense of justice, when we start crying and complaining about what we're going through that nobody's listening, that because now I'm crying and complaining, somebody better listen. But when God was trying to talk to us, we ignored. When God was trying to warn us before it got bad, we ignored. But things get bad, and all of a sudden, God, you better listen. Somebody better listen. I'm going through something now. And I, I, I hope, brothers and sisters, that we're, we're taking a, a look at this and this thing right here. How many times God repeats himself just with this right here that he keeps saying, I've, I've been sending people to you. I've been trying to warn you. I've been trying to tell you to change, to listen. But you, but we chose not to. We did not incline our ear to listen. We didn't pay attention to what God was saying. From there, still in the book of Jeremiah. Brother Gabar, can we please go to... Jeremiah chapter 44 and verse 4 now. The book of Jeremiah chapter 44 and verse 4. Jeremiah uh, chapter 30, 34 and verse 4. Je Je Jeremiah, I'm sorry. Jeremiah chapter 44 and verse 4. Chapter 44 and verse 4. Okay. Time. Um, Jeremiah chapter 44 and verse 4 uh, reads, How be it I sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Man. Man. Brother DeBob, we'd like to expound on any of this right here on, on verse 4 at all. Well, I mean, it, how be it? And, and and once again, you know, in all the scriptures, it, they they 
they they are redundant or repetitive in in saying all my servants meaning the 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 heavenly father has given us all all options to listen all the servants all the prophets all the all the scriptures but and and, and rising up early we we've been we we we've been it's, it's it's like what's the saying um why are you trying to act brand new <laughs> right right <laughs> you know like acting like you ain't heard this before you know um and if you're not saying if 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 you're not making sure that you show the heavenly father that you're not paying attention to his prophets to his servants then you're 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 wrapped up in your pride and you're saying well i already know this already i already know yeah 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 i know i know i know i know well if if, if you know then why why haven't you done it and then when when like you said when the consequences start to drop when the when the repercussions of you ignoring or saying I know I know but you refuse to do what you know you refuse to obey you refuse to listen then it's I, I didn't know now you want to claim that you're 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 ignorant you nobody said nothing I ain't, I ain't heard that just like you, you've been saying you know how be it just in that first word how because that's what what what's gonna come what it's going to come down to when we do plead face-to-face. Christ is going to be asking, well, how, how is it, how be it that you're trying to act like you didn't know and you're giving me these excuses? You know, what it really boils down to is you would just, you're going to try to turn it around, turn it around on, on, on the Lord and say, well, you didn't give us a chance, You but we clearly, after all of these scriptures, which it's been about seven of re- repetitive, redundant, repeating over and over again, if you just listen instead of ignoring, um, how be it that, that you haven't got this yet and you're wondering why me? Um, Pretty much, that's that. That's all I got to say on that. Is, is, is you know, even in that, that's repetitive. <laughs> Again, we're going to continue. On, we we are going to continue with this topic in this class, but for the first four parts of this series, as I'm trying to help us, get, trying to bring in some understanding to people who might be listening, God has now written His Bible to where if you're not going to follow it the way He laid it out. And go precept on precept, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, and you're doing it the right way. God has put this Bible together for a person to get offended. God has had this Bible put together because of how much ignoring we have done when God was sending his prophets, when he was sending his servants to our forefathers, to us, the nation of Israel, to the Israelites how much we kept ignoring, how much we kept just wanting to do what we felt like we wanted to do, 
But see, right in our own eyes, he's now put this to where, yes, it's a minefield, but I'm going to just be honest with you. You know, even as parents or people in authority, a lot of times when you have that, that, that person who's not listening, you'll say certain things when you see and know that they're daydreaming. You'll, we'll say things when you know a person ain't paying attention, but we'll say it anyway. So now when trouble or something does happen, and the first, person, first thing that person will say is, I didn't hear. I know you didn't hear because I was telling you this. You was thinking about this. Your mind was over here. You, you was, I'm going to start cussing. You was messing around with this over here. No, you weren't paying attention, but it was said. Again, how is it we can understand that as, as, as humans, as adults, as parents, as people in authority, but when that's applied to us, all of a sudden we are just, that can't be talking about me. You're being so cruel. You don't understand. You don't give me a chance. If we're not the people of the book, there is none. If we're not the most stiff-necked, rebellious, stubborn, hard-headed, refuse to listen to the voice of God, people, then there are no Israelites. Now, from there, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help paint this picture right now. Let's not go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 29. Let's not go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 29. And we're going to start at verse 9. And what I want us to understand, hopefully while we're reading this, I want us to try and take an in-look, uh, take a look at how God does things. And if you're just going by what you feel in a dream or seeing in, 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 uh, in, in a vision or seeing a movie or, 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 or whatever, and that's your whole concept of what God, how God talks to you, brother and sisters, damn. Damn. Let alone... If you're only going to think that God is talking to you and all you're going to use is, is the New Testament and you're going to understand God, you have a personal relationship with God? Who, brothers and sisters, I amend your ways. Let's go to, to the book of Isaiah, chapter 29 and verse 9. We're going to read through 14, but we're going to start at verse 9. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 9. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 9. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 9 reads, Say yourselves and wonder, cry ye out and cry. They are drunken, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with strong drink. Again, we want to catch the metaphors, we want to catch the slang, or we want to catch the vibe of how, how the Father is speaking and how, how, he throws, how he throws things out there, all right? That, that a lot of times when God is, again, the Bible is written three ways. Let me, let me say it like that. The Bible is written three ways. Prophetically, meaning the Lord is going to tell you a future prophecy. He's going to tell you the future. So a lot of things that were written, it was written for a, a prophecy or for something that's going to happen in the future. Now, once the, that event happens that he said that he prophesied it's going to happen, we can go and see whether that prophecy became history, and we can we can go trace those prophecies with history. Like Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, 
um, of, of us showing and proving that those people are Negroid, Native American, so-called Hispanic descent here in the Americas, we are descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. According to the prophecies and the history, we can go and trace that and see that we're the Israelites. That goes without question. The other way the Bible is written on is symbolically. There's a lot of symbolism in the body, in, in, in the Bible, a lot of allegories. It's not verbatim. It's not going to be verbatim. So when we read this right here, Isaiah chapter 29 and, and verse 9, where it says, uh, one more time for me, Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 9. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 9 reads, Stay yourselves and wonder. Cry ye out and cry. They are drunken, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with strong drink. So he's saying, stay yourself, right? Sit down. You, you know you have a, a, a kid who's, a, a, somebody who's frantic, running around like, 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 uh, uh, they, uh, like a chick with a head cut off, ain't got no answers, just, just, I, I, just, just, just panicky. Stay yourself. <laughs> I, I think Nori's got that, got, got that one uh, rap song, Relax. Chill. I know that's EPMD, right? You got to chill? Uh, you got to chill. <laughs> Slow your roll. Slow down. Stay yourselves. Get a hold of yourself. Calm down. And this is and wonder. You run around, and, and we get all these plans, and we get all these things, and, 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 and we try to put together, but we, we still not consider what God has going on. We're not even going to read to see what God wants and how God's putting things together. So slow down. Stay yourself. Slow down. And wonder, why is this going on? Consider. Think about it. We're not thinking. We're just caught in such a, a, a frantic frenzy. We're not hold, on, hold up. Let me slow down. And let me, feel, let me stop for a second. This, is, this goes with uh, in your patience, possessing your soul. You've got to slow down. Because you get angry, mad, frustrated, whatever, that, that's not going to make God move any faster. Stay yourself. Wonder. Cry you out and cry. And you, there's going to be some crying. Yeah, you've been doing things the wrong way. Yes. When we stop and see, yes, we have been doing things wrong. And yet we're going to have to cry. There's going to be some tears. We got to realize we've been wrong. But we don't want to face that part. We're so busy trying to run around pointing the fingers at everybody else and this, that, and this problem, and this, this is why I'm going because because of you, this, that, and the third. But no, slow down, slow your roll. Yeah, cry out and realize it's you. You're the problem. And then it says, look, they are drunken, but not with wine. What does it mean to be drunken? Now, that's why this ain't verbatim. To be drunken means you're under the influence. We be as an influence of everything but the Most High. Like some of the examples trying to bring out, I'm I'm influenced or drunken with my dreams. I'm influenced or drunken with how people in the world look at things. I'm drunken or influenced with 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 all types of just thoughts and and, and and things that's going on. I'm not really being influenced by God and His Word. I don't study. I don't f- figure out where He's coming from. So I'm influenced by everything. So where now a dream does make sense. Uh, uh, an almond, that must be God talking. Uh, a, 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 a black cat walked across my path? Oh, my God, yes. That's God speaking to me now. 
Oh, uh, uh, find a penny, pick it up. They don't, they don't have good luck. Oh, yes. My lucky sweater, my lucky shirt, my lucky rabbit hat, my, my lucky, uh, uh, binky. I'm looking for anything to try and give me some hope, give me some, some, some positive, something good. You're drunk. You're under the influence. That's why it says they are drunken, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with strong drink. And we, somebody who's staggering, you're stumbling. That's why we'll stumble from religion to religion. That's why we'll stumble from relationship to relationship. That's why we'll stumble from, from, from this drug to that drug. But it says we're stumbling. Don't know where the hell we're going or what we're doing. We're stumbling. I need to get this. How many people was told that in the American lifestyle, if you want to make the education the key, and how many of our people got multiple degrees and still broke right now? When I say broke, I'm talking not only do you have a college tuition uh, that you got to pay back, but even all your degrees is not enough. I know some people that are in their mid-50s, Talk about they got to go back to school and get another degree. You're in your mid-50s. You still got to go back to school? You ready to put all that influence into going back to school, but you won't put that energy into what the most high is saying? And you can't see that you're under the influence of something? You can't see how you're staggering? I'm 50-something years old. And I need to go back and get another degree. You got two already. Now you're going to get another one? So all that energy can be put into that because that's going to be your safety, but you won't put the same energy into what the Most High is talking about? We stagger, but not with strong drink. Verse 10, huh? Um, Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 10 reads, For the Lord hath poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep and hath closed your eyes. The prophets and your rulers, the seers, hath he covered. I mean, it, it, I, I know this sounds strange to, to a lot of people. A lot of people probably don't want to hear this. He says, why are we staggering and drunken and going through the, and, 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 and crying out the way we're crying out. It says, for the Lord hath poured out upon you, upon you the spirit of deep sleep. You don't get it. Because we've been doing so much ignoring of God, you're in a deep sleep. You can't find your way out. And you know when you're in a deep sleep, how real does that dream feel when you're in a deep sleep? And it's just a figment of your own imagination. It's not, it's got nothing to do with reality, but because we stay drunken or influenced by everything else, we keep stagnant, but not with, with strong drink. Now, what is not real seems that real to you. That now, what you're imagining and putting together in your own head, you want to say, God did this, this spirit's doing this, or whatever's doing it. No. God has poured upon you the spirit of deep sleep. Say, so all, all you're seeing is not real, but you think it is. 
God has poured upon you the spirit of, of, of uh, uh, a, a strong delusion that you should believe some lies. But because you're in that deep sleep, like when you're dreaming, you think it's real. And it's got nothing to do with reality. It's got nothing to do with God's truth. He's got you this way because of how much we keep refusing to stop being influenced, how much we keep refusing to listen. Turn out our eyes are closed. We can't see reality. Whatever, whatever fantasy, whatever delusion we got in our own heads, that's what a person sees. To be able to see what God is really saying, to see what this book is saying, no. This is why for as, as much as Gabar teaches our teach, we can show people this book, and it, it, this might as well be Greek. This might as well be some fucking, uh, some damn Russian. I can't see it. And for a long time, I know I feel bad that maybe I'm not a good teacher because they can't see it. Maybe there's something I'm doing wrong that they can't see it. But that ain't what the scripture right here is saying. God's words let us know he will pour upon you the spirit of deep sleep and close your eyes. Because of how hard-headed we are, how rebellious we are, and how much we just choose not to listen, he'll close your eyes so you won't see it. And, it, and there's many times we can be teaching, and it's obvious right here in black and white. It's, laid out, it's right here in black and white. And a person can read it over and over and over again, and it not make no damn sense to you. I'm going to stop fighting that. If you don't see it, because God don't want you to see it. While you're sitting there crying, while you're sitting there being drunken, while you're sitting there staggering, you don't get, you don't understand. And now you had this dream, you had this this feeling, you had this omen. You, you know what? You had a dream, you had a feeling, you had an omen. Good, you go with that. Run with that. You run, Forrest, run. Go ahead. Then he says in verse ten, the prophets and your rulers. The seers has he covered. The ones you let rule over you that are going along with what you want to see and what you want, you want to feel, he's got them covered also. Whoever you give the respect to, to, to rule over you, does not got nothing to do with what God's talking about, he's got their eyes covered also. When Paul said it's a, it's a dangerous thing to function in the hands of the Most High, People do not know what the hell that's talking about. People always think that he's talking about this, this fire brimstone hell place with the Baphomet and with, with uh, Lucifer and with uh, Adolf Hitler and, and, and whoever. No. God just have you to believe in the lie. God just have your ass believe in a lie. And you think you're right. Verse 11. Verse 11. Time. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 11 reads, And the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned, then read this, I pray thee. And he said, I cannot, for it is sealed. And now, because of how our people keep acting, 
that the Lord has not poured upon you the spirit of deep sleep and covered your eyes and whoever you're going to for, for, for answers, covered their eyes also? That is like, it's like now the words of a book are delivered to you? And guess what that book is? This is more symbolism, y'all. More, more, more symbolism, more allegories, more parables. Now the book, the Bible is delivered to you? Read it. Now that, we, now that we're not no longer slaves and now we can read, I can't. It don't make no sense to me. I, I, I've been to school. I know how to read, I, but when I read the Bible, it just don't make no sense. It's like it's sealed. Like you seal an envelope that I can't open it. I, I, I read it. I read it and read it, but it just don't make no sense. There's a reason. Reading on. Reading on. Verse 12. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 12 reads, And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I am not learned. I, I, I can't. I, I, I ain't been to school. I, been, I, I can't. I don't. I, 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 I can't. God works in mysterious ways. I'm going to go and pray on it. To see what God tells me. We're reading it right here in black and white. Are you going to go pray on it and see what God tells you? What, what, what if you eat some hot peppers at, at dinner and have a bad? So, is it, it, how do you know that that dream you had in because you ate something, some hot or some tomatoes? How do you know that your dream ain't from that, that now that's God talking to you? Verse 13. Huh. Isaiah 29 and verse 13 reads, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips, do honor me, but have removed their mind or heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Man. For as much, verse 13, for as much as this people draw near me with their mouth, all day we love the Lord. All day, yes, I follow God. Yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I love Yahweh Shai. Kwame Asha'Allah. With the mouth show much love. With their mouth they show love. And with their lips they do honor me. But have removed their hearts, have removed their minds, far from the Most High. And their fear toward the Most High, towards me, is taught by the precept of men. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid by what men say. So if men are talking about there's a financial crash about to happen, that's what I'm afraid of, not what God says. If, if all of a sudden there's a famine going on in the world, I'm more afraid of that than I'm afraid of what God says. I, I'm more afraid of germs than I'm afraid of what God says. I'm more afraid of, of, of what people say that I'm afraid or have a fear or respect of what God says. Verse 14. Uh, Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 14 reads, Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder. For the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men 
shall be his. That, now, we might read this and be like, oh, he's going to do something marvelous. <laughs> he's going to do something wonderful. And from our silly minds, we think it's going to be some, 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 uh, uh, some type of magic, some type of miracle. No, this marvelous thing he's going to do is for, he's going to destroy the wisdom of, you see how he said the wisdom of their wise men? Uh, who you think you're going to for wisdom? He said you're going to destroy that. And the ones you go to for, you think they have understanding and, and matters of God? He's going to destroy them also. They ain't going to understand what's going on or what's happening or what's going to be the right thing to do. And it's not like we're not, that we're going to be able to say, I never knew. I never heard. I wasn't given a chance. So this is, I, I, I am going here with, in, in this class, in this series like this. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help us get a, a better insight into how the God of the Bible does operate. That that's sincerely what I'm trying to do. That is sincerely what I'm trying to do. That that we have been so rebellious, stiff necked and hard hearted that the most high has made the, his word and his Bible a mystery. That if we're not careful, he'll let you believe what how many times we're not gonna go here right now, brothers and sisters, but even if we might have to. But how many times have y'all read have you not heard? How many times have you not read where, where Christ said out of his own mouth, he that has ears to hear, let him hear? How many times, I mean, that when he makes that type of statement, brother, says, do you understand what he's saying? Cool. Whatever you get from it, you got from it, because that's not what I, if that's what you got from it, then that's what you got from it. Run with it. Run with it. If we think about it and, can, and, and really think about it, that's scary. And it's scary that, yeah, God doesn't want you to see this. That to me is terrifying. That right there is terrifying to me. Now, Let's see this, if Jesus, who the world calls Jesus, or who we say in the Pale of Hebrew, Yahweh Shai, Yeshua, does he kind of uh, uh, have the same sentiment as what we just read about here in the Old Testament? Does he carry similar feelings or a similar outlook or a similar regard of what we just read about here in, in what we call the Old Testament? Let's go to Matthew chapter 13. Let's go to Matthew 
chapter 13, and start at verse 10. Matthew chapter 13, we'll start at verse 10. Huh. Matthew chapter 13, starting at verse 10, reads, And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, I mean, that's a good question. For as many times as we, as we do go over the scripture, we're going to hit it up again. The word disciple means student. All right? The word disciple just means student. So when we read here in Matthew chapter 13, verse 10, it says, and the disciples or the students of Christ came and said unto him, referring to Christ, Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shai, why speakest thou unto them in parables? Why don't you just tell them straight up? Why don't you tell all these masses of people, these thousands and thousands of people who come to listen to you, why do you speak to them in parables? Mind you, remember, this was Christ. Once he started his ministry, according to the scriptures, at the age of 30 in Israel with the Jews that were still speaking Hebrew while we were still living in our own land. To Israelites, even the Pharisees, who were perfect at keeping God's law. So why are you speaking to all these masses of people? Why are you speaking to them in parables? Why don't you speak this plain to them? Now, I'm going to get the definition of parable from Webster's 1820 Dictionary. I've got that. i got to go bar. I got it. I don't know if you get this in, your, in, your, in, your, in the paper that I gave you or not. But uh, I'm on, well, I've added so many scriptures to the, to the outline I gave you. Um, this is Webster's 1828 Dictionary for the word parable. I'm going to just read it, all right? Webster's 1828 Dictionary for the word parable. Parable. Um, it says, uh, a fable or allegorical relation or representation of something real in life or nature from which a moral is drawn for instruction. So it says, um, it's a fable. It's an allegory. It's a relation or representation of something real in life or in nature from which uh, a moral, uh, from a moral, from which a moral is drawn for instruction. All right. Um, Another definition of parable is to represent by fiction or fable. That I'm not, uh, uh, the a parable is, some, is a representation by fiction or fable, meaning it's representing something that's fiction. You know, fiction meaning fake. Not really real, it, but it's a representation by fiction or fable of something real. I mean, it, 
It's, so it's not verbatim. It's not literal. So the disciples, the students of Christ, the disciples, are like, why do you speak to the masses in, in fishing the faith? Why don't you just tell them straight? One of the things we just read about a uh, definition of a parable is that a parable is an allegory, an, alleg an allegorical uh, relation, a representation of something. An allegory. And I, ha I have that. If you want. Go ahead, bro. I got it. Uh, allegory. Um, uh, Greek or other to speak of a forum and oration. A figurative, a figurative sentence or discourse which the principal subject is described by another subject resembling it in its properties and circumstances. Let's stop that for a second. An allegory is a figurative sentence or discourse. It's figurative. It's not literal. It's not verbatim. It's figurative in which the principal subject is described by another subject. So it's not direct. It is, it's, Christ is saying this, but, but it, it, it's not really this, it's really something else. It's something resembling something, but it's not that actual thing. So the disciples are asking, why do you just don't tell people straight up? Now, mind you, brothers and sisters, um, we're going over this Matthew chapter 13 right now. After the coming behind, but all the scriptures we just read in Jeremiah, all the scriptures we just read about in Isaiah, where, where the Lord is saying, I've sent unto you my, my prophets, my servants of prophets, rising early. I, for over 1,500 years, I was sending people to tell you directly, to tell you what was going on and you still refuse to listen. We still refuse to pay attention. Now, I'm going to speak figuratively. Now, I'm not going to speak directly. I, I hope I'm, I'm able to give this some context. I, I hope that, 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 that we're getting some comprehension of why this is why these type of things, or why Christ is doing this, why he speaks to, to people in parables, spoke to the masses in parables. Well, keep it in context with how our people have been acting going all the way back to the days of Egypt, coming out of Egypt until present day. When somebody does feel us direct, we still don't listen anyway. When somebody is telling us about ourselves, we still refuse to listen. So Christ is like, why should I waste my time? Yeah, now I am going to speak to you figuratively. And, and, if, and me speaking figuratively, if you think what I'm saying means this, but you're not going to come and actually try and figure out and ask what I really mean, you run with that then. You run with that. Whatever you get, you run with that. It's not like the servants, the prophets, had been came and coming to us for over 1,500 years trying to tell us directly, and we ignored. We refused to listen. We refused to incline the ear. 
Reading it on, sir. For the definition. Uh, the definition of allegory. Um, it says the principal subject is thus kept <laughs> out of view. So, say what? Say what? It says the principal subject is thus kept out of view. <laughs> the main thing a person is supposed to get <laughs> is going to be what? Kept out of view. No, I'm not going to make it plain and easy for you to see this. So, Christ, I'm going to say it this way, and no, I'm keeping the principle of it out of you. <laughs> so, if what you get, run. Reading on. Time. And we are left to collect the intentions of the writer or speaker. And we are, we are what? We are left to collect the intentions. Of the writer or speaker, so I'll, Christ is going to keep the principal subject out of you, <laughs> and we will be left to collect the intentions of the writer or speaker. What did he mean? If we're going to do that, if we're going to give our minds to it, this is why he speaks in parables and allegories. He's not going to give us the principal subject. The principal subject will be kept out of you. He's going to give us. In a figuratively, something that's described by what something that's described by another subject, but the main subject is going to be kept out of you, so that you can be left to have to go collect the intentions of the writer or speaker. Reading on, time by the resemblance of the secondary to the primary subject. <laughs> so yeah, I'm giving y'all this 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 this. This fable, I'm giving you. I'm not giving you the 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 the, the principle subject for you to see it. You got to try to put together what I'm saying from the secondary view. <laughs> Reading on. Time. Allegory is in words that hieroglyphics are <laughs> Take, take whatever you get from it. <laughs> yeah. Todd. Read. We have a fine example of an allegory in the 18th, or 80th, I'm sorry, in the 80th Psalm, in which God's chosen people are represented by a vineyard. The distinction in Scripture between a parable and an allegory is said to be that a parable is a supposed history and an allegory a figurative description of real facts. Read on. An allegory is called a continued metaphor. What is an allegory? A continued metaphor. A continued metaphor. Go ahead. Oh, you know what? We can leave that because all of us said don't mean anything. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 13 now, verse 10 and 11. Let's pick that back up again. Time. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. 
reads, he answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. I, I, I hope everybody's reading along and, and caught up in whatever's going on. Christ is real students, the true worshipers. We're asking Christ, why do you speak to the masses of people in parables? You find a parable is an allegory. Why don't you just tell them straight? Why don't you tell them direct? Why do they got to let you try and go and, 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 and figure it out what you're really saying? And what is Christ's answer? Because it is given unto you, the disciples, to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it is not given. Amen for them to know. Whatever they put get from it, they got it because that's how hard-headed and rebellious and how much we ignore God anyway. Verse 12. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 12 reads, For whosoever hath to him shall be given. If you have the, if you have if we have these mysteries, we'll be given the kingdom of heaven. Go ahead. And he shall have more abundance. Read. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Read on. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and Hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. Why is this? From what we just read in Jeremiah and Isaiah, most I will pour upon you spirit of deep sleep. Because you drunk anyway. You stagnant with strong drink, any, but not with strong drink. You, we're trying to be influenced by everything else but God. So cool. God will pour upon the spirit of deep sleep. As we read Isaiah chapter 28 in, in one of the previous series, God said, that's why I wrote this Bible, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, better a little, so you will fall backwards and fall and be trapped and snared, so that you will be offended, so you won't get it, because of how hard-headed you already are, because how much you refuse to listen anyway. Verse 14. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 14 reads, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. And, and verse 14, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah is Isaiah. Isaiah is the Greek way of saying the word Isaiah. So in them, hey, but you want to read this? I need, let me catch this real quick, real quick, real quick. I need to catch this call. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, by hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. Meaning it's going to be right there. You're going, to, you're going to hear it, but you're not really going to understand what 
is being saved. Because as we read um in the in the in the in the verse thirteen, therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing not, though they see that they seeing they see not, meaning they it's right there in their face, but they're not going to understand what they what they see. And hearing, meaning everybody's got ears. Everybody can hear, they will hear the words, but they won't understand the words. Hearing they, hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. The focal point of the verse is neither do they understand. They won't understand. And the thing that we're not going to understand is how God does things. We're going to read these scriptures. We're going to get, 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 we're going to get these scriptures, hear these things. And we're not going to understand what God is really talking about. We're not going to understand where God is coming from. We're going to walk away with understanding. Whatever you get is what you're going to walk away with. But is that what God intended? No. And I guess in a nutshell, a person is going to hear what they want to hear no matter what. Christ knows this. Don't, does anybody remember reading scripture where Christ said he read their minds? He knew their hearts? You think God don't know how, what we really think and how we really are motivated by it? That yes, we're only going to hear what we want to hear. We don't want to hear where God is really coming from. It wouldn't have took no 1,500 years of him sending his servants to prophets daily Rising early, we have more than shown we're not trying to hear where God is coming from. We've been established, I only want to hear what I want to hear. I'm only going to see what I want to see. And I'm not going to see where God's coming from, and I'm not going to understand or hear where God's coming from. I'm stuck on stupid. Christ knows this. God knows this. But I'm going to throw some stuff out there to y'all. So it can't be said you didn't have a chance. Let's read on. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 15 reads, For this people's mind or heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their mind or heart and should be converted, and I should heal them. Damn. For this people's heart, is wax gross. Gross means fat. Like it's just covered. Like you might get a brisket. It's just covered in fat. Just, just, just covered. That our minds are covered in a in like a thick ass layer of fat. Like I, I, I guess maybe that's where we get to the the the, the that term. Uh, you, you fathead. When you just got a, a fathead, what does that mean? You're stupid. You're dull. 
uh, what's that, numbskull? Uh, yeah, hey, nothing penetrating. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. You don't hear me, though. You, ain't, you, you don't want to get what God is really talking about. And their eyes, they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, they can really see where God's coming from, really see where, where God Christ is really coming from, and hear with their ears and should understand where God's coming from with their mind, with their heart, and say, what? Be converted. Change. And what's the last part of verse 15, Deborah? I should heal them. That now they might be healed. The truth of the matter is, our people really don't want to be healed. That's the truth of the matter. Reading on. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 16 reads, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Now, brother and sister, this goes back to, I know we're, we're in part five of this series. Go back and listen to part one and part two in Isaiah chapter 28, where we go over the questions being asked, whom shall God uh, teach knowledge? And who shall God make to understand doctrine? Then that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. But it says, but we would not hear. We would not listen. We don't want to take that time to really get what God's coming from. That way, that's why the book is onto a lot of people. Precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. It don't make no sense. But for those that the most eyes are allowing to get this from study, to show yourself approved to God, a workman who needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing, going through these scriptures the right way, teaching the right word, teaching the right message, the way God truly intended. Blessed are their eyes, so they're going to see. And, and brothers and sisters, I hope we're not stuck on just the fact that we not know we Israelites, that we think that we're seeing something. Oh, that's on such a shallow level. That is such a shallow level. How many Israelites did Christ, when the disciples asked this question, <laughs> how many of the thousands of people that Christ was teaching knew they were Israelites? <laughs> right. But Christ still spoke to them in what? Parables. How many of them were still living knee deep in, in our homeland? And he still spoke to us in parables. Let's not get it twisted. Let's go back to Isaiah now, chapter 8, and verse uh, uh, 16 and 17. Let's go back to Isaiah chapter 8, verses 16 and now verse 17. And I know our time is getting short. 
So Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 16 first, yeah. Says, or reads, bind up the testimony, show the law among my disciples. I, I, I hope we're understanding. We've got a much better insight now with this. I, I, I went over this in I believe, part three. We was going over the scripture. But I hope now we're getting a little bit more understanding, a little bit more insight about how significant this scripture really is. To seal the law, and the law ain't just talking about keeping the commandments. The, the law is the right way of doing something. Seal the law among who? My disciples. Because I'm not giving this to everybody. Read up, I'm sorry, verse 60 more time. I, I'll let you finish the whole verse. Read the whole verse, please. Time. Um, Isaiah chapter 80, verse 16. Bind up the testimony. Seal the law among my disciples. Bind up the testimony and seal the law among my disciples. Similar to the disciples going to Christ. Why do you speak to everybody else in parables? Why don't you just tell them straight? How come they can't? Why? And we just went through that. Now let's read verse 17. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 17 now. Okay? And I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. Brothers and sisters, I don't know about y'all, but this, this runs goosebumps to me. I'm, 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 100, I'm trying to keep it a buck, keep it 100, or whatever the saying you need. The Lord said he hides his face from the house of Jacob. He's hiding from us. So he's hiding in what? Parables? Allegories? His words in a book or rule upon rule, rule upon rule, line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. Yes, he's hiding his face from the house of Jacob. But as I said, I'm going to look for the Lord, though. But he's blowing his hiding space in the house of Jacob. So if we don't really walk through this, this, these scriptures correctly, the Lord is still be hiding from you, from us. And if I'm just going to use just the New Testament to try to understand Christ, oh, my God. If I'm just gonna try to use one or two scriptures, to think, and because now I know the Israelite, that now I know the the Most High, verse eighteen. Isaiah chapter eight, verse eighteen reads: Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. This is about to get tricky, y'all. And we got to go past the uh, the two-hour mark. I'm gonna tell you right now. We're gonna finish this up. The Lord says the Israelites are gonna be for a sign. To the house of Jacob, those who 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 are that he's hiding his face from, the ones he speaks that parable to, they're gonna be for a sign and for a wonder. Now let's get why they're gonna be for a sign and for a wonder. Why is it that they just can't see it or can't get it? Verse 19. And when they shall see, and when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits and unto wizards that peep 
and that mutter. Should not a people seek unto their power or unto their God? For the living to the dead? Now, check this out, my sisters. And when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits. Now, I know from what we've been taught from religion, especially uh, or even from, 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 from movies like The Exorcist or, or any Catholic-based movie that gets us caught up into all type of, of, of mysticism and spookism and all that type of shit, do you see that the root word of familiar is fam, like family? So when our people are saying we should go to those that we're familiar with or but my family knows, what my family thinks, they're going to tell me the right way. Let me go back and do the things that is familiar to me, that we, this is what my family tradition is. Things I'm familiar with those emotions, those feelings, that's the things I'm already staggering with, that wine I'm already drunk with. Let me go to those things I'm familiar with. And I want to give this example, brothers and sisters. What did, what did the Israelites, what did our forefathers keep wanting to do when we came into the wilderness of Moses? Did we not want to keep going back to Egypt, to some place we were familiar with? We wanted to get the food that was back in Egypt. We wanted to go back to the celebrations that were back in Egypt. We wanted to go back to the 10-day work week that was back, things that we were familiar with. We didn't want to follow the Most High who had sent Moses, sent Aaron. We didn't want to follow that. We wanted to go what we were familiar with. This is what I know. We've been living this way for, for generations. We've been living this way for years. Why are we disrupting what I'm already familiar with, what I'm used to? I'm trying to bring this, this, this out, brothers and sisters, so that I want to get out of this mysticism, spookism stuff. As if now, now we got to make sure we have some garlic in the room so that a vampire will come in the room or, 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 or uh, have the garlic juice or, 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 or some silver. This, so in case a werewolf comes, hell no. Or, or, or uh, just some straight damn, damn spookism. Some salt in, in in the doorway. Yeah. Somebody with a familiar spirit, they're trying to bring you back to something that you're used to, something that you're familiar with, a routine you're used to, a routine or, or feelings your family is used to. So when, when people are saying, seek unto them to have familiar spirits, you know that, like, 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 as as we being the truth, and you might have a family member say, "That's not how I raised you." You're messing up the family name. You know that this is. You know that this is what our family does this time of year. You know how we get down. Why are you going against? You're in a cult. They done brainwashed you. Why are you not doing what the family is familiar with? When they're saying these type of things, it's that 
when, uh, and it says to you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and that you wizards that peep. You need to go ask them about uh, what you should do. Even to the point of, 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 of some damn voodoo or even some damn uh, phone or, or, or tarot cards or, or, or just somebody in the family who gets those hunches. Somebody in the family whose dreams always seem to come true. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's, oh, What's that? It, it, it says here, unto wizards that peep. So, I mean, when you get a peep or a peak or something, it's, it's very little. Time. <laughs> you know, so Isaiah's telling us, the most high sellers is back to to go to somebody that don't know shit. <laughs> but a hunt, a dream, a hunt, a, a peak, and that and that mutter <laughs> or mumble. Yeah, They're very. That's that's very little info. They're, they're but that can come from right, right. A very small, a very small clue, <laughs> you know. But since that's where we wanted to go, well, you go ahead, then you go, you go ahead. That's all I want. Oh, no doubt. So the retort to that is what should not a people seek unto their God? Why are you seeking after those things that are familiar? Why are you seeking after those things that your family goes through, what you're used to, your routine? Why are you seeking after that? Shouldn't you seek to the, uh, shouldn't the people seek unto their God? Shouldn't we really be seeking to the Most High? But no, we're looking for those feelings, those familiar spirits. For somebody had a dream, so that, that's got me all messed up because somebody had a dream. Uh, somebody told me that my, that, uh, my unlucky number is 45. And I swear to God, everywhere I try to see 45, so that means something bad's going to happen. I seen it. I peeped it. <laughs> you know, peep game. <laughs> peep this, huh? Peep game, y'all. I'm I'm gonna I'm put you on the thumb. But I remember, you know, that's how we would draw attention. You know, peep this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when the cat walks back over three feet, man, that means this. <laughs> Man, peep this, yo. It's not a coincidence. It ain't a coincidence. Hey, God, God, hey. God don't believe in coincidences. This happened and that happened. You know what that means, right? <laughs> you don't peep that? <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember when, when 
uh, Aunt Barbara's grandma's Lucy's uh, best friend Sally um, said she had this dream, and it came to pass. I'm telling you. I peeped it. Yep. And now this age of the Internet, man, I saw this video. I'm telling you, man, I, 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 peeped, I saw this video. I saw I'm telling you. It, it was on Facebook. It was on TV. I saw it. I peeped it. And we put more trust and more faith and more and more security into all that stuff because that's a familiar feeling. I seen it. I peeped it. That's the T at, at the end of C, right? I synced it. Exactly. Should not the people seek to their God? Should we not be listening to the most high and all this other stuff? We should be, but we're drunken, but not with wine. We stagger, but not with, but not with strong drink. The Lord said, for this cause, your rulers and the people you go to, I've given them the spirit of deep sleep. They can't see this because you don't want to see it. You want to have that familiar spirit. You want to go see those that peak. Those that mutter, from humdullah, humdullah, humdullah to, hey, they were talking in their sleep, man. It got to be something. <laughs> man, I was, I was, I was just flipping through the, <laughs> I, I was flipping through Netflix, and on Netflix they said, man, you can win a hundred dollars. I went, what? Huh? What? Huh? What? I, I, I was in the grocery store, and I heard somebody say, man, your girl cheating on you. Huh? What would you say? My girl cheating on me? Nigga, I'm not even talking to you. But I heard it. I heard, I'm telling you, I heard it. It was mothering. I peeped it. <laughs> Clean up on aisle four. See, that means something. <laughs> Yeah, it means maybe they spilled something on aisle four. Maybe maybe that's just what it means. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you, nah. <laughs> there's, what the fuck do you mean there's more to it? What? Why did it do a clear on aisle four when I got there? Because that's where they found it? Why is the aisle four? How come when I was working on aisle four, all of a sudden now they got a cleanup? They don't damn well with no cleanup. See, that's the spirit. What the fuck are you talking about? Shouldn't we be seeking to the most high? Shouldn't we be seeking for the living and not the dead? Now check out verse 20. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 20 now. Right. To the law and to the testimony. If they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. So for all the stuff that we'd be chasing and going after and, and, and refusing to have to hear the words of God, now we're stuck with these familiar spirits and people that peep and things that mutter 
now we're stuck with this 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 uh uh this this strong uh with this wine with this strong drink. This is why Christ speaks to us in parables. And he won't just tell us straight because for the fifty other years he was trying to tell us, we refuse to listen. Let me say it like this. If I, I I'm, about, I'm about to end this fast with this right here. Did not the Israelites? Did we not hear the voice of God at Mount Sinai? Yes, we did. The whole nation that was alive at that time heard the voice of God. And what did we still do? Ignored it and did our own thing. How is it we actually heard the Ten Commandments? We actually heard God speak. We heard that. We actually really heard the voice of God. And it said it was so powerful and so terrifying that we literally sprinted 17 miles away from the base of the mountain to the back of the camp trying to get away. And then we begged Moses, don't you ever let God speak to us again. Even after all of that, hearing the voice of God, we still went after what we wanted to go after. So if we heard the voice of God then and still went, but we still went after what we wanted to go after, how much more now are we still, now we get a dream, a hunch, a notion, an emotion, and, and we think that's the voice of God now? We think that's giving us instructions? Nah, brothers and sisters. Again, I'm about to go ahead and end this fast with this right here. But what I do want to say is, I, I know that this series, is, it seems like it's dragging. And we're only at part five. But believe, believe me, we're building to get to deal with the birth of Christ. But I've got to establish, I've got to establish that for a lot of things that we think we know about Christ or think we know about God, we think about, we know about whatever, you better check the source. We better check the source. That's what I'm going to say. That we we a person will be running here in a straight delusion. We'll be running around here in a straight delusion, and you ain't did not one lick of studying. You still we it, it, again. This Bible is built for us to stumble and be offended at what this book is saying. Is written in figuratives, in metaphors, in allegories. It's not direct because of how hard-headed we are, because of how rebellious we are. And I would not go put the time in to make sure that, uh, to make sure uh, it's what God wants. One last scripture. I, I, I'm trying to get out of here. Let's get Deuteronomy chapter thirteen, start verse one. Let's get Deuteronomy chapter 13 and verse 1. Yeah. One, of the last I, one of the last scriptures I went over, 
yesterday, and I'm sorry, Wednesday, in my class that I had Wednesday, we was going over how God says the deceived and the deceiver are his, and that if a prophet be deceived, I, the Lord, have deceived him, so that the punishment that's going to come upon the prophet is going to be to the same people that were following him, because we didn't take the time to, read, to get God's word. We didn't take the time to make sure this is exactly what God wanted, what God said. We just run with it. We just go. So God said, I'm going to deceive. I will deceive a prophet. I will deceive. And I want him and the people he deceived, I want them to be deceived so that they can be punished. So that they, will, so that they, all, so that they might be damned who believe not the truth but a lie. I'm, God's going to send a strong delusion. Read this now. Deuteronomy chapter 13, we start verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 reads, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet. So I, ho- I hope we're listening. I hope people take the time to go back and read this. We get so stuck on what we see, and for those that peep, and for those that mutter, the scripture here is telling us. Now, a lot of times we use the scripture just to describe Martin Luther King, but it's not just talking about. It's not just talking about Martin Luther King. If you go to somebody who's trying to tell you about your future, they're trying to peek to you about what's going to be happening. So now you start putting more trust in the things that they peep and the things that they say. And they say well, it, that this is going to happen to you. You see, I knew it. They told me it's going to happen, and it happened just like they said it was going to happen. So now we start putting more faith and trust in what people say and what they say because we saw it happen, but not because of what the Scripture says. Then now we're putting more faith. More, 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 uh, more trust, more security. We're more, we're more willing to listen to somebody who has that familiar spirit, something I'm used to, something my family's used to, somebody that that was with that peep and that mutter, because they said it's gonna happen, and I swear to God, it happened the same way they said it was gonna happen. I had this dream. I'll be damned if, if, if what happened in my dream didn't happen the exact same way. So now we're giving more credit, more faith, more power into these dreams. God, I saw it, I peeped it, and it came to pass. So now I'm not going to pay attention to the Bible. I'm going to give, I'm, I'm going to pay less attention to the scriptures, and I'm going to listen more and more to my feelings and my dreams and those that peep and the things that I'm familiar with. I hope we're listening. I hope, not just listening, I hope we're taking the time to go and read Deuteronomy chapter 13 right now, behind what we just read in Isaiah chapter 8 verse 19. I pray that this that, that your salvation means enough to you that you might be doing this. Read that again for me, out. Time. Deuteronomy chapter 13 and verse 1 reads, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou 
shall not hearken unto the words of that prophet. Even though what they said, even though what they said comes to pass, what did God say? Thou shall not hearken unto the words of that prophet. Go ahead. Or that dreamer of dreams. Read. For the Lord your God proveth you. Because what is God doing? Proving you. He's testing us. But I know that, no, not my God. My God wouldn't do nothing like that. My God speaks to me in my dreams. My God speaks to me through, 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 uh, there was a cat walking by. The cat said something. And, and, and when I bent down to, to pet the cat, a bullet flew over my head. See, I saw, I know cats got power. Deja vu. Oh, they, oh, please. They, oh, I, I, I've seen this before. I felt it. I, I, I know this feeling. So, so that, thank you for that, Gabar. So that's a good, good damn thing. How much more familiar can anything be than a deja vu? I've seen it. I know what's going to happen. I peeped this. I saw this in the dream. How much more familiar could a person? Good Lord, damn. So now we go around looking for more deja vus and familiar feelings. But we ain't put no connections that that's a familiar spirit. For as many times as the scriptures talk about familiar scripture, familiar spirits, we don't put that together at all. But now a deja vu must have some type of spiritual meaning. And I'm guilty of that, brother. I'm going to tell you right now. I was told that a deja vu is God telling you in the right place at the right time. Forget the prophecies. <laughs> Forget what the scripture says. I was taught that a deja vu that's God telling you you're in the right place. But I'll be damned if anybody show me in the scriptures that that's what that means. But you know what? It sounded spiritual. You know what? It sounded spiritual. So it must be true. And I know I'm guilty of, of, of searching for deja vu, trying to find a deja vu. Like, like I guess a nigga in the, in, in, the, in the church trying to catch the Holy Spirit, I'm trying to catch the familiar spirit. Give me some deja vu. Let me, yes, God, show me I'm in the right place. So you catch that. So you catch that. <laughs> Give me some of that. I want some of that, though. I, I yes. need some of that comfort. I need some of that comfort so that I can feel like, okay, well, Instead of just taking the comfort in the scripture, what God said is what He sends is comfort. Right. <laughs> I want some of that comfort. That 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 made me comfortable. Now I feel like okay, I do belong here now. Right, Khan. <laughs> this is God talking to me. Finish that up, Bob. Finish that up. 
I think you're verse five. Um, time. And well, wait a minute. Uh, it was actually the bottom of three. Um, All right, cool. Let's finish. Let's finish. It says to know whether you well, thou shalt not read the whole verse. Read, read, yeah, read, read the whole verse. Tell, tell everybody where you're at. Time. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter thirteen and verse three reads, "Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and with all your soul." Ye so what is God? Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. Uh, I, um, so God is, is not above the God of the Bible. It's not above God to test to see, are you going to follow a deja vu? a dream, a feeling, those that peep, those that mutter. Well, we're going to follow the scriptures. God is not above that, especially when he sent his servants to prophets to us for over 1,500 years, rising daily. Telling us directly, from when we came out of Egypt, he spoke to our foreparents, the nation of Israel, directly. We all heard him. There was no mistaking who it was. We knew who it was. And we begged Moses not to ever let God speak to us again. Moses, let him speak to you or do you speak to us? We heard his voice. And we still don't pay attention. When he spoke directly to us in the first place, we still don't pay attention. We still don't incline our ears. So it's not it, so to go back and test to see if we're listening or not. To go back and test to see if we're paying attention or not. That's not above God. As 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 we're as we're building up to dealing with the true birth of Christ and how when we go through these scriptures and get the right message and the right pattern so that we don't stumble, so we don't fall, so we don't be offended. But when we go through this, a lot of people are still going to be offended and be like, nope. Because they didn't want to walk the path. They want to walk it the right way. Which proves how God is not giving you uh, eyes that you should not see and ears you should not hear so that you might be converted and that you might be healed. <clears throat> so I haven't ended with that right there. Let me let me bookmark where, where we're at. Brother Gabar Kowa. Words. Uh, any, anything while I'm marking where I'm at right now. So essentially, when we when we were going through those scriptures, uh, when the when when Yahweh or Christ 
students, the disciples, asked him why did he speak to the majority, the crowd of people that had to have known that they were Israelites. Why didn't he give it to them straight? Um, why didn't he just, you know, uh, just give it to them straight? Reasoning being, first reasoning is because it, 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 it was meant for those of us or, those, or for, the, for the students of Christ, for the disciples to see. They were given the, 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 the mysteries of, of, of Christ, straight and direct. Number two, quite simply put, going through these scriptures is because Christ was saying that that's what they wanted to hear. Essentially, is the understanding that I get out of it. Is, is is Christ? This this is what they wanted to wanted to hear. You 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 get that same that same spirit in the scripture where it says, "Our people requireth a sign or a fable." They that, that's what they wanted. They want they don't want they 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 they'll ignore the truth because they don't they don't want they don't want it straight up. So essentially, Christ was giving the people what they want, what what really what they wanted to hear. They wanted to be um, what's the what's the 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 thing. Uh, he, he, um, he, gave, uh, he gave he gave us parables because we gonna hear what we want to hear no matter what. I don't I don't, don't leave it like where so Christ is deceiving us. No, no, we deceive ourselves. I I, I just want to make sure that we don't take that 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 fork in the road. Oh, right. so Christ just deceived me anyway. So why should I follow him anyway? If that's what you got from it, cool. But that's not what Christ did. He spoke parables, figurative, not speaking directly, so that if that's what you're tripping on, right. that's what you trip on. So you don't, because you, that means we don't want to get it anyway. Right. Go ahead, bro. I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, 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 no. But I mean, yeah, it's we 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 want to hear the we we want to hear the the, the 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 smooth things, the the things that really don't have anything to do with, you know, because that gives us an excuse. They think right. that that's what it's going to be. Like, oh well, I'm going to have an excuse, but that's not that's not the issue. You. you it, 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 the thing about it is you are not going to have an excuse because of all the time, like when in, in the beginning of the class where we took 3,500 years, the, the Heavenly Father has been over and over and over and over, but we just refuse and just refuse so when the consequences come and the repercussions for us not listening, we there won't be an excuse. There won't be you you won't be able to say, Well, I didn't know. Because what's gonna happen is if Christ is gonna tell you that, well, it wasn't because we didn't give it to you or 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 all 
because he does say all of his servants, all of his prophets. So you had plenty of chance to receive it. And it's going to be because you didn't want it. You didn't want it. Not because you didn't know or no one had the love to show you. You didn't want to hear. And, you know, on that, I'm I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm 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 gonna leave on my on my force gun. You, you know the saying, bro. That's all we got to say about that, Con. Yeah. <laughs> all right, brothers and sisters. We're gonna we're gonna bring this this, this uh tonight's class to a, to a close. Um, let me see here. Get some text in. Hold on one sec. One sec. One sec. All right, we're going to bring tonight's class to a close. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, if you missed any part of the show, again, you can catch us at www.blogstartradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. You can still reach us also on Podcast Addict, uh, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, or Apple iTunes Podcasts, all right? Um, and you can also uh, please tune in tomorrow. Now, please uh, uh, tune in to... Uh, Sport of Truth on San Antonio, Texas, tomorrow for the Sabbath class. They just start at 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, so, uh, Texas time. Or uh, uh, the Houston class, the Houston Sabbath class, that starts at 10 a.m. as well. Or catch the Sabbath ceremony uh, with the, the camp coming out of Norfolk starting at 12 noon. All right, that'll be 12 noon or 11 a.m. Central Standard Time uh, with our brothers and, our, uh, and families out there in Norfolk uh, at uh, SOW, Streaming Knowledge, Norfolk, uh, Virginia, all right? Uh, and then we might have uh, another blog talk uh, going on again tomorrow night. The brother by the Bible was, was talking about he might want to uh, uh, do a class tomorrow night, so he's going to contact me and let me know if that, that's what he, that he still wants to get done. So uh, be on the lookout. I might be sending the, uh, uh, the text out. That we will be having a class tomorrow night. If Brother Bob decides he wants to do it, if not, uh, please come back and check back with us on Monday. All right, uh, as we get ready to go back and, and, and hit it up again. We'll, uh, Monday, I will continue with this series uh, starting again 10 a.m. Uh, Monday morning. All right. So with that, uh, my name is Mashaba. My name is Gabar Kawal. And for uh, Bible Talk, we'd like to say shalom. Shema
Your heart.